driving Hope comes and stops us in our tracks Bravely we prove in our striving Trudging together each day Where there's a will, there's a way Hello everyone and welcome to Raw Recovery a Trudging Together podcast. My name is Dion Miller, and I am going to be your host today. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited to do a podcast today. There's nothing like starting out the week in just enveloped in recovery. Um, and today today on our show, uh, I have uh, Monty Man from uh, Take 12 Radio. Monty, welcome to Trudging Together. Hey, buddy. It is really, really cool to be here on your show. Uh, Yeah. What 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 a treat. Uh, You you know, we're all on the same side here with these recovery podcasts and you're doing the deal. And I so appreciate you, man. Absolutely. You know, and it's different variations, too. You know, I had a great time. I had a great time. You know, it was nice going on a podcast and not having to do back end work, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that was nice so you get to kind of relax today and i get to do i get to do the work and you know and that's kind of why we did this we want i wanted to split it up so that people could get you know I, the more experiences the more voices we have the better off we are yeah yeah i i totally agree good deal so we did so la- last week we did part one of this yeah and this week we're doing part two so last week what did we do we did step four right yeah, we did on step four. Um, before we get going, I, I'd like to do a quick disclaimer. Yeah, uh, Monty and Monty and I do not speak for any uh, group, any twelve-step group. We may be members of a twelve-step group, but we will be sharing our experience, strength, and hope together uh, here today. So uh, that's what it will be based on. But yeah, um, the fourth step, um, we had a great talk on it. You know, pen to paper. And now that was pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, and writing that down, um, we got into causes and conditions in the four step um, and why that was so important. And then we had another uh, person on uh, Scott James. I'm horrible with names. Oh, no, Roger. Roger. Roger I was so off. <laughs> yeah, Roger McDermott. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the same name as my stepdad. So that's why I started naming off my brothers. <laughs> Yeah, Roger. Roger has uh, he is uh, a Take Twelve Recovery Radio contributor, and he's 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 one of our sponsors, and uh, he's a twelve stepper too. Um, the guy's been around forever. Just a good brother, and he, yeah, he is. yeah. We've been talking. Uh, we've been talking all week, and just a fun. He's a real fun guy. He sends me inspirational stuff every day. I'm really enjoying it. He knows he knows a ton of people in Southern California. I mean, yeah. he knows. In fact, he's tr- he's talking to a buddy of his uh, who was the founder of the Black Panther Party. Wow, out of Oakland, California. Yeah, um, who is who is now uh, a man of God and and serving his community. Uh, yeah. And you know, and he and he says, "Amani, we're going to get this guy on your show." And I'm like, "Wow, I mean, Roger, how do you know these people?" He just keeps <laughs> coming up with these people, but but you know, hey, it's all, the recovery community, man. Yeah, we've all we've all. That's what's neat about recovery is we all have our parts. You know, Roger yeah. knows the people. I'm good at talking. You know. So, you know, we all have our different parts in recovery. And once we decide that we can do this together, those parts come together and they and they always fit because it's God's will. So they always fit very beautifully. So step five, step five. Why? Mm. Why is step five so important? And of course, I have lost anything that I thought I was going to talk on, but I always have a backup. Um, I want to start with a reading. It's into action, just the first paragraph. Ah. Having had made a personal inventory, what shall we do about it? We've been trying to get a new attitude, a new relationship with our creator, and to discover the obstacles in our paths. We have admitted certain defects. We have ascertained in a rough way what the trouble is. We have put our finger on the weak items in the personal inventory. Now... These are to be cast out. 
This requires action on our part, which, when completed, will mean we have admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our defects. This brings us to the fifth step in the recovery, in the program of recovery mentioned in the preceding chapter. So we've got a couple of things that we're, you know, that we're looking at. We've we've completed our inventory, and now it's time to to sit down and do the talk. <laughs> yeah. Amen. And uh, did, how did you do your fist step? Did you do your fist step with your sponsor? Yeah, it, it's really interesting. It's a it, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um so I love I love the fact that you read this opening paragraph because it's talking about step three and step four here. You know, it we is. have a new relationship with our creator. Um, that's step three, and then discovering the obstacles on our path is step four. And, and so I I um I'm uh, I was a graphic artist by trade for a long time, had a sign business and everything, and, and I thought I was all that, right? Yeah. Um uh when I first got into recovery. So uh, my I had a great sponsor. Uh, and I, I took, I, I took my fifth step and I made this binder. I I mean, it was so impressive, dude. I mean, I had graphics and flow charts and everything else, you know, and I took it to him and I said, I'm ready to do this thing. And he looked at me and he goes, I, I don't, I don't even want to, I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. Like, what? What? I don't even want to look at it. You're so full of yourself. He said, this is, this is all about being, becoming humble. That's, yeah. that's why you're admitting to God, to yourself, and another human being. It's a, it's, it's a practice in humility because I, I don't want to hear it. He was, and he was really irritated with me. Um, and so I called him up a few days later. I said, Hey, Doug, I said, are we ready to the fist. Because I told you, I, I'm not, I'm not doing it with you. Yeah. I was like, what? And so, uh, but he told me, he says, but you bet you better find somebody to do it with right away. Yeah. And, and, and so I went over to this guy's house who, now this is just so weird. He, he was actively drinking. He was in the program. Okay. He, but he had kind of, you know, he had, he had uh, jumped off the wagon and he was actively drinking, okay. um, but he, he was an amazing guy. And I, and I, I sat down with the guy and I said, man, I, I got to do my fifth step with somebody and he wasn't drunk or any of that, but, he, but, you know, he was still in his cups, you know, sure. and I did my fifth step with him without the binder. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and, but I did it with him. Yeah. That's kind of unusual. Some people say, well, you know, it doesn't have to be your sponsor. It could be a priest or rabbi or your sure. supervisor or whatever. It was another drunk man that wasn't even practicing the principles at the time. Isn't that wild? It, it is wild, but at the same time, it's still the action that's taken. Yes. It's all yeah. about the action. And, you know, I'm you know, i sure a lot of people, oh, that's just wrong. Oh, it's not wrong at all. <laughs> it's exactly what you were supposed to do. I mean, it in a sense, it's like God guided you there. Because the other guy was, was like, right. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and actually, what, what happened, what came of it is the other guy ended up getting back into the meetings, getting back into working with other people and doing that thing. And, and then he, uh, he's rocking it today, you know, look at that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. God, so, yeah, God had a, had a plan there and it yeah, was for really. everybody. That yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. Um, I do have a fifth step experience. Um, actually it was more on my, it was on my fourth step and, uh, my sponsor was pretty, he was, uh, He's, you know, one of the big book thumpers. I'm a big book. Sure. Thumper. But, you know, he's always, you know, he's very much about the book. And um, and I had had a slip during my uh, four step. And uh, what he did is he said, okay, you had a slip. You drank because you're an alcoholic. You didn't make a big deal of it. We redid steps one, two, and three, made sure three was good and solid again. Mm -hmm. And then I continued on with my four step. Like we didn't even skip a beat. And I really appreciated that because he said, Dion, you drank because you're an alcoholic. That doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean you lost steps one, two, three, and four. It just means right. we need to go back and make sure they're solid before we move forward again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is, um, 
when I spoke at the Celebrate Recovery meeting last week, uh, prior to that, they do this thing as, you know, when they do the chips, is, is anybody starting over tonight? And there yeah. was a number of folks that came up and got, got their 24 hour, you know, um, and a, a couple of them were like, yeah, I lost this time. And, and so when I got up to speak before I started my spiel, mm-hmm. I said, I just want to say, look, at, you may have lost a calendar date, but you did not lose that experience. Correct. You did not lose that time. And I just want to want to tell you, you know, let your heart not be troubled. You did not lose that time. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't give people a hard time about sleep. <laughs> the fact that they came back is fantastic. That's yeah, what and is on. it okay? No, it's not okay. But what yeah. are we going to do? We going to belabor the point and beat them up? I mean, I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, exactly. we've been beat up enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do it enough. Um, and I think the big part here, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, if God already knows why. Hmm. and knows my character defects then why do i need to admit it to him if he already right. knows this right what's your what's that. your take on that why you have to admit it to well God if you're, you know. i think that comes back to uh being humble there and, and and having some humility and you know it's even more powerful i feel when i when i pray if i talk out loud even if i'm alone yeah it becomes different it feels like an actual conversation. So when I'm admitting it out loud, when I when I actually do that, mm-hmm. I there's a part of my brain that actually connects to it too. Because now I'm taking responsibility for that action. Yeah. And I need to use my mouth to do that. Pen to paper and run in your mouth. Two of the most powerful healing things that we have in the program. I agree. I agree. And I think the other thing it speaks to is it it's part of developing an intimate relationship with the divine. Right. Um, Absolutely. Can, can you imagine it? it, it, it are, are you a dad? Do you have children? I do. I've got okay. four. Okay. So can you imagine if they only talk to you on Sunday morning? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know feels too good. no when feels too good and and so i i i think uh i think god misses his time with us yeah. because, you know we put so much ahead of him but when it comes to our recovery we're you know if we're doing it in, in the way that the 12-step program or directions suggest that we do it yeah then we're entirely dependent on his power because our problem is we're powerless right Correct. so why wouldn't we talk out out loud to him and and like yeah. said, it's a matter of humility am i humble enough to admit it to god yeah you know? yeah he, a, he knows but but it's a matter of humility yeah exactly well it's like maybe i know you know we can use the kids thing again maybe i know that my son is in trouble because of something that he did but right. i can't really help until he comes to me and says dad this is what's going on yeah that's right yeah, it's and it's the same kind of thing. And even from what I read, it goes on to say that our real purpose is to fit ourselves to be of maximum service to God and the people about us. And that's what we're trying to do. And you can't do that with humil- without humility. So Yeah, you know, it's interesting because when I um when I was education coordinator for the adult and teen challenge program here in our area, um, one of the things I would ask the guys in there that, that were in the program, I said, why are you, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Well, you get a number of, of answers. Most of them what were, were surrounded around, uh, well, I, you know, I need to get the little woman off my back or I, mm-hmm. I, I'm here because, um, I need to get the courts off my back or, you know, bottom line was most of them were there because they wanted the pain to stop. They wanted the consequences to change. Yep. So I, I would tell them, I said, what if I told you that, okay, th- I get it. Those are all, I guess, legitimate reasons in your sure. perception. But what if I told you that the real reason that you're here is to learn how to become a maximum service to God and the people he puts in your life? What would you yeah. say to that? And they're like, what? <laughs> what? Huh? God? What? Maximum <laughs> service. Yeah, yeah. People. So you're, 
you're absolutely right. That's what it, that's what it does. And I think when we make this connection with our creator, it, 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 it's like turning the switch on, you know, I mean, this, this guy knows everything about me anyway. Uh, Why not be transparent with such a loving entity, you know, and, and come to an agreement on that, that yes, I do have certain faults, but now that I'm aware of them, I can have a different reaction to them. So, I mean, even, even in therapy and CBT, it's about awareness first and awareness in, in our, in what we do is also acceptance. And, you know, from the moment that we get into the program, we're being taught to let go and let God, you know, um, we, you know, go home and pray, use the serenity prayer, Uh, put your shoes under the bed, so that you get on your knees, you know, things like this to to remind us to do certain things. Yeah. And the fifth step is very, very important because it shows you all the different types of manipulation, fear, and the hundred forms of self that we were utilizing for other people. I also think emotional sobriety is a big part of this, where we start to discover that we are abusing other people to make us happy. Yeah, that is so true. Uh, I was so, uh, I was so emotional. Jeez, I had no idea. I was so emotionally dependent oh, on other people's behavior oh, yeah. to, you know, to be comfortable in my own skin. It was, I look back at it now and I'm like, wow, no wonder I, I, I you know, people ran from me. Yeah. You know, you're going to be my best friend or I'm going to, you know, you're never going to live it down. I'm coming after you, man. That's right. You know, I'm, I'm planning. We're planning to go to the beach this weekend. You better show up. Yeah. If you're really my friend, you better not change those plans. You jerk. You know, yeah. and then and then I go out looking for him. Where, where, where were you? You were supposed to go to the beach with me. Sure. We, we never actually cemented yeah. that. Well, no, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) In my head, I did. And that's what matters. Oh, my God. Yeah, I found that when I got into the program, that 90% of my problems just did not exist. They just weren't there. I made them up because, you know, I tried to determine my own worth. Um, I tried Mm -hmm. to determine everybody else's worth. I tried to make everything perfect. And now... Everything's perfect just the way it is, right? Because yeah. now I've taken my, I've taken, because the fifth step really is about taking responsibility for your actions, for everything that we've done. That's what it's about. You know, there's a part, if, if I may, there's this one little uh, sentence in here um, where it's it's on page 73 in the third edition. It says they, and that that's the, that's the, the new prospect, the new guy. Yeah. They took inventory all right, so they did their four-step, but hung on to some of the worst items in stock. They only thought they had lost their egotism and fear. They only thought they had humbled themselves. Um, in it, I don't know about you, but maybe maybe you've experienced this in working with people at their first attempt at this thing, right? They uh-huh. think they're doing a deep dive, but they're only actually – scratching the surface you know yeah and and, and, i mean i was i was like that i mean you know when i was doing my four step right i mean i had the yeah but habit you know yeah yeah well you don't understand that guy i wasn't i wasn't mad at him (laughs) right (laughs) i mean but he was wrong right yeah Uh, I still need you to agree with me on this, right? <laughs> but it's so it's so funny because I busted up laughing because later on in, on that page, it talks about psychologists, you know, and doctors, you know, they're kind of fed up with us because yeah, we don't tell the whole truth. Yeah, right, right. We we pay the medical profession millions of dollars every year. Yeah, and we lie to them. Yeah. We, we don't even give them a fair chance. No, we no, don't. No, it, it's like, well, are you are you still uh, tobacco free? Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just had one before you came in. 
do you use alcohol or cannabis? I mean, they always ask that now. If you're yeah. a new doctor, nope, 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 nope. You know, how's your, how, you know, you're going to the doctor for obesity problems. So, I, I, you know, staying away from the carbs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your ass. Liar. The liar. liar. working. <laughs> liar. <laughs> so, so the confession thing is so important, right? Well, you know, it separates the truth from the bullshit crap <laughs> yeah it does you know and the fifth step is where all that dies i would say where the old the old me passes on and the new me is reborn um because now i'm going to be taking life i'm gonna be looking at life differently now right because i'm alleviated of the pain and the suffering of last week and when that happens, I become free. Mm. And then I have less block. It's on for me, it's all about getting closer to God every time. Whenever I remove a character defect, whenever I do something that stands in my way, is because I am getting closer to God. And yeah, this step he, does that. Because we're engaging him and he's the one doing doing a, a lot of the what we can't do for ourselves. What what an awesome gift, right? absolutely you know you know and i i think it's you know this is about the time when we say you know stick around wait for the miracle to happen because your obsession is going to probably be leaving very shortly if it hasn't already left yet and sure. that has to do with god so what about what about the the next part of it to ourselves did you find it hard to admit to yourself um the depth of your you know stuff you know, I've been in therapy since I was 12. So what? it was a natural process for me. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I've been in therapy since I was 12. Um, my parents put me away when I was 14. I was in a psych ward for a while. So I've been learning meditation and, and how to take stock and inventory of yourself since I was a teenager. Right. So I didn't fear it. I actually welcomed it. Because I knew what was going to happen, and I wanted it. I wanted the I wanted the sober Dion back. I wanted the recovery Dion back because I knew him, and my wife kept telling me that too. She was my uh, girlfriend when I was sober the first time. I had twelve years, and she would tell me, "Dion, I know the sober Dion, and I'm going to wait for him." And that guy, mm -hmm. it actually helped me. It made me try. Yeah, yeah. I you know. I've been thinking as of late about th this part of this, um, admitting to myself and I, you know, oh boy, it's frustrating. We, we have this, I, I want to be careful here because I'm not, the jury's still out with me on this whole Matt thing, medically assisted treatment. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not going to poo poo it. I'm not going to, I just, I just don't know enough about it. That's exactly. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. About you know? it. But what I have watched, though, is people being able to admit to themselves the degree of their stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's difficult. I mean, I, I know a guy right now, he's claiming sobriety chips in AA, but, you know, he's still ingesting cannabis. All right. And I'm like, okay, I mean, by the letter of the law, if you're going to go by the letter of the law, sure. the only requirement for membership is the desire to stop drinking. So if yeah. you're still smoking weed, you really aren't violating any membership agreement um, mm -hmm. by the letter of the law. But by the spirit of the law, uh, that's a little different. You're kind of, you know, you're 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 compromising, right? And are you really being honest with yourself? You know, are, are you really? And I asked him the other day, I said, so is, is there a medical reason you're doing? No. Other than it helps, it helps me with my stress. And I said, do you realize that the studies out that are out now show that cannabis yeah. actually causes it's, stress? Yeah. It exacerbates it. You, you know, and he goes, yeah, I know that. I go, okay. So you know that. But you're still justifying. So I don't think you have a problem with cannabis. I think you have a problem with being honest with yourself. There you go. Because the cannabis is just a symptom, right? Yeah. Just like the alcohol. <laughs> just like the alcohol. 
So I, I be this admitting to myself thing for some people can be tough. Because it can, I'm, and and you know that's a really good point, and I'm glad that you brought it up because you know um, when I first had my first anxiety attack, I I went to therapy. I started going to therapy. Um, is the only time I'd leave the house. Yeah, <laughs> therapy because I knew it would help me. And my my therapist and my wife brought up the fact that I might have PTSD. And I denied it for months, mm. for months. I knew it, but I didn't want to admit it because it was just another thing wrong with Dion. And I was so oh, tired of being heart. labeled and, oh, great. Now I have 6% of what only, you know, I'm tired of being singled out and, you know, so, but I did have, to, I had to admit it, man, so that I could do something about it. Sure. So I could do something. Um, so, yeah. You know, we we all have our uh, things that we might cling on to because of our pride, um, our ego, or maybe just fear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, uh, uh, my buddy Chris S and I were talking the other day about when people say, like the statement I made about, well, I was asking the guy, you know, is your is your doctor prescribing this? Is there some medical reason why you're doing it? No. You know, well, Monty, you're not a doctor. You know, we say that a lot in meetings, right? Well, yeah. we're not doctors. And Chris brought up the point. He said, he says, you know what? It's funny about that. Most of us know more about alcoholism and drug addiction than medical doctors. They get yeah. like five hours of education and entire yeah. medical career. And they and there you go to one meeting. <laughs> right. We know more than they do. We are yeah. more qualified. <laughs> Uh, uh, oftentimes that's just like uh, Discovery <laughs> Magazine put out that article a few weeks ago about comparing AA and uh, CBT and oh, AA yeah. is talking about that. yeah <laughs> it really is because what what is it it's all about changing the way we think yeah muscle memory it's all yeah. about muscle memory and, and it, it's interesting because when we change the way we think we change the way we drink, right? So when we change mm -hmm. what we think, it, it our actual uh, DNA in our brain actually changes Change. slightly. Yeah. It does. It's amazing, right? You know, these guys, the uh, the, the founders and the people in the first 100, they were so far ahead of their time, Dion. They were. They knew so much. They didn't realize how much they knew. God, God graced I really believe that God graced certain people so that we could all have AA today. Absolutely. Yeah. I, believe that. Um, I believe that nothing happens in God's world by mistake and which is fantastic because then I get to be a part of it and I get to make a difference in it. So I have great respect for not just our founders, but for the Oxford group. And anybody that came before them to try any try and help any alcoholic to get us to where we are. So. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful thing. What about what about that part about um, another human being committing to another human being? Was um, that for you? Well, there again, you know, therapy. So I'm used oh, to therapy. talking to people. Right. Right. Um, it was only it was only tough in the sense of trying to figure out what the right thing was. I, I that was the hard part for me. Um, my biological father was on my fifth, my fourth and fifth step, and I had never met the man. At this point, I had never talked to him either. Uh, this was eight years ago, eight uh -huh. years ago, and he's passed since then. And. My sponsor, you know, we're he's like, well, he's probably married. He has other children. And we have to we have to think of these things. You know, obviously, I'm talking ninth step now. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, we went through that process of why well, I didn't like him because he wasn't around. He always made more money. <laughs> you know, he yeah. was in jail for guns and he's an alcoholic. You know, when I met him, he had 50 years of sobriety. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. guess what? I was wrong. You know, yeah. uh, granted, he was on his last days and he told me he didn't. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I know you're my son, but I, I don't want to meet. 
now. Mm. Um, and that's part of what we go through. But here's the thing. No regrets. Yeah. I have no regrets. Yeah. And God gave me that because I opened my mouth on my fifth step. Yeah. And there's he so much gift. There's so much power in that. You know, I I I I'm not a prosperity guy or name it and claim it and yeah. it and grab it guy. But I think there's some <laughs> truth to, you know, if if we're created in the image of our creator. And he spoke the world into existence. I think we can speak our world into existence to some sure, degree, yeah. right? When the stuff coming out of our mouth uh, is is just garbage, and 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 you know it's it's negativity, and you know oh, I'm just a piece of garbage, and I'm never gonna, you know, I can never do this. And it, well, you're probably right. You know, yeah. I, when people tell me they're working their program, I believe them. Yeah, I believe him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, but I think the other part's true. When we speak forth um, the stuff that's been ailing us, yeah, we release it, right? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It matters. It really matters what we say to ourselves. Yeah. I used to call myself, you know, an a-hole for a long time. I was president a-hole. Mm. One day, I'm like, you know what? I'm so tired of calling myself names. I'm done. And I quit being it mm. because I wasn't calling myself. If you wake up in the morning, you're like, I'm mad. Guess what? You're going to be mad. You're creating. Yeah, you've already predestined yourself for that. Yeah. You've already decided what this day is going to be. And um, that's very, it is very, our attitude in recovery is imperative. Right? We only get a daily reprieve. That's the gift that we get every single morning is another daily reprieve. And we've got to work with that reprieve. I've got to have some success today. Today, yeah. my success is doing this with you. I I, I think uh, a lot of the freedom and a lot of the healing begins, I think, you know, confession one to another, you it's, know, I, it, that, it's time tried. We all know it works. And you know, every major uh, uh, spiritual faith yeah. uh, belief system, you know, touches on that. Yeah. But right. It, I mean, Eastern philosophy, Christianity. I mean, yeah. they, they they talk a lot about confession and yes, they do. bringing somebody in your circle uh, of trust, so to speak. Uh, so. You, you know, because secrets kill. Yeah. You know, and it's funny, Dion, because you, you and I and other people that are doing this recovery podcast thing, most of us, thousands of people know stuff about us. We wouldn't have told sure. our dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and now we're on here going, you know, there's this one time that I, I went know, to right? camp. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, once I'm in band camp, that that I'm, that should have been that should have been in the big book. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm I'm just no longer ashamed of my past. You know, um, yeah, and it's I, out I there. was what I was, but I am what I am now, and I love who I am today. I wouldn't change anything. Our past does not have to define us. That's correct. It's not I, who I am. I'm not even defined my by my alcoholism. I have oh, a no, system. no way. I have a medical condition. I'm allergic to it, mm -hmm. but I'm not defined by it anymore. Exactly. Where it used to be just, I don't know. Oh, now it's more of, you know, if it comes up and I talk about it, then I talk about it, but it's just part of my life. Um, yeah. Just like my uh, depression or my anxiety or my PTSD. It's something that I, I, I used to say that I deal with it. I don't deal with it anymore. I work with it. Oh, that's good. And it becomes yeah. different because then I can do things like delayed gratification. Mm. I'm not feeling good right now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a half hour. Maybe go relax. You know, yeah. go for a walk or something. Um, making making good decisions, you know, um, becomes imperative. But without the fifth step, we can't recognize. This is all about removing stock and trade finding out the causes and conditions, being aware of them. And then in six and seven, we're going to ask God to remove them. 
You you know my sponsor uh, and I get it I get it now. Uh, it took me years listening to him say this for it actually sunk in. You ever have stuff like that? It's just you know you got to hear it a million times before you oh, actually yeah. you know buy into it, right? Oh yeah. Um, but he used to tell me, he goes, you know what, Monty? My greatest defect has now become my greatest asset. You know, and I'm like, what are you nuts? Yeah. You know. But but I totally get it. You know what's cool um, about every step? Every step has promises. To yes, it. they do. You know, we have a tendency to focus on the ninth step Nine. promises. You know, they're on they're on the wall. Sometimes I wish people would, if they're going to hang them on the wall, please put these are the ninth step promises. Yeah. Um, or put the third step promises up also to give a little bit all, of hope. Put them all up there. Yeah. Um, but it's so I was looking at this before the show and I was like, this is so powerful. Um, it says once we have taken this step, step five, yep. withholding nothing. And here's the first promise. We are delighted. Wow. How many years did it take before I was delighted about anything? Yeah. And then the next one is we can look the world in the eye. Yeah. Here's another one. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Yep. I couldn't be at a, a, a alone without a six pack next to my chair, man. Yeah. There was no way. Our fears fall from us. What? We begin. I, that's, to, the, that's the one I love because that's I the one you love. Like yeah. Fear is the basis of almost every resentment. Yes. Uh, we begin to feel the nearness of our creator. We may have had certain spiritual beliefs, but now we begin to have a spiritual experience. Yep. The feeling that the drink problem has disappeared will often come strongly. Say that there in the is. meeting and see how controversial it gets. The drink oh, yeah. problem is gone. Yeah. What? What? You can't say that. Try being a recovered alcoholic. In a oh, minute. yeah. There's that one, right? <laughs> You know, and then it says, we feel we're on the broad highway walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those you know, are amazing promises. Um, I had a I had a friend and I thought this was a great idea. But what he said was, if you take the promises and turn the pronouns to I and me. Yeah. Make them your own. Yeah. Then yeah. what you're doing is you're almost asking yourself questions in a sense or you're stating that you're doing it because I think the promises are a guide. They tell you where you're at. Is this happening for you? Oh, that's that you're on the right path. That's really, really good. Dion. That's really excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I sold that immediately. Yes. Yeah, so you can say, okay, am I delighted? Yeah. Can I look the world in the eye. No, can't do that. All right. Well, maybe I'm not being thorough with this step. Mm -hmm. Um, can I be at perfect peace and ease by myself? Wow, that's that's yeah, that is really a good. Suggestion. It becomes more powerful, right? It does because then, well, it feels more like I don't want to say the word control because it's not control, but empowering. That's what I was looking for. It's very empowering, saying, "Hey, I've come from a from the heap of life." Yeah. And now this is happening to me. Yeah. 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 It's happening. Yeah. Better believe it. You know, I did something that was real controversial uh, long uh, a while back. Um, I, I had a banner made and it's in the office part of the take 12 radio studios uh, of the 12 steps and the, the related biblical scriptures that go with each step. But you know how in the beginning of the steps that they all say, we, yeah. We make an emphasis that it's a we program. We do this thing, you know, yeah. as a fellowship. And I think that is vitally important. And I, uh, and I think we, we, you know, a, a lot of this thing is about unity and having each other's back and, and that kind of stuff. Right. Sure. But I found that, that early on in my, in my recovery, I was so focused on you. Mm. Right. I needed to turn those steps and do exactly what you said. I admitted I was powerless over my, yeah. or my across, you know, I, I, and so I took the, we out and I put, I, and this was just for my own personal growth. Nothing wrong with it. And I stuck it on the wall and, and I've had people come in and they go, how come that doesn't say we, I go, you know why? 
because because my tendency is to look at the we yeah. and keep myself out of it. Yeah. Just for my own application, I put I, which kind of speaks to what you were talking about. Sure. Personalizing this. Well, you know, and and you should personalize it because this is, you know, this is your recovery. You know, Monty's recovery path is different than mine. And but it still works. We can yeah. still agree on the same things, but you're you're gonna have different experiences. Your life's gonna be different than mine, but we sure. can all agree on on the same things. But I need it's a very personal thing. And the whole point is creating a relationship with God, which is the most personal thing in the world to me. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. This program's all about you. Right? Yeah. But you can't keep it unless you give it away. <laughs> you can't keep you can't give away what you don't don't have. That's right. Uh, you got to go get it. That's why you know, and I don't, I don't know what you what you think about this, but I I tell I I know people that tell people that are on their third step. Okay, it's time for you to sponsor somebody, and I go, whoa, wait a minute, what? No, you, you know, it's like as long as you're a step ahead of them, and I'm like, wait a minute, I, I mean, I. I truly believe unless you've had a spiritual awakening as a result of the steps, it's not time for you to sponsor yet. No, it's not. And you don't sponsor until you've completed the steps. Ah, yeah, I'm so glad to hear you say that. It, it's like if I go to aviation school, right. And the teacher has read the, the ground school instructions. But they've <laughs> never, they've never flown. As long as he's a chapter ahead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeehaw. Uh, yeah, you can't. Here's the thing. Um, I know you want to help, but you don't know what you're doing. I mean, right. you know, you, are the maintenance steps mean something? Yeah, it does. And I'm going to tell you why this is happening because we don't have that many sponsors. Because oh, AA. Well, here's the thing: is it, you, we used to say, if you are looking for a sponsor, please raise your hand. Mm -hmm. Now we say, if you're willing to be a sponsor, okay, yeah. I just, I know, uh-uh, you know, I have a sponsee who's, you know, he's like, this guy wants me to sponsor, I'm like, you're not done with the steps yet, you're not even be, being consistent with me, and right. so I said, you could be a closed mouth friend, but not a sponsor. If you haven't done step nine, for instance, and you're on step five. And your sponsee says, hey, I want to go make amends right away to this guy. You don't have the experience of what making amends too quickly looks yeah. like. You, you don't know what to tell him. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You're probably uh, not going to bring up a living amends because you don't know about it yet. You don't know about it yet. You, you know, and the other thing is we used to make the approach, right? We yeah. made the approach. We didn't wait for some poor sap to come to you. We made nope. the but you know, I, I, I think part of the problem is, and I, I, I want to be careful. I, I, there's Absolutely. a lot of great treatment centers out there that do an excellent job uh, of sure. working with people with life controlling issues. But, but darn it, you know, the rooms, the twelve step rooms, have become flooded with people who have been recommended to attend them. Yep. That that are not. They're they're not the alcoholic of the hopeless variety. They're not the drug addict of the hopeless variety. They yeah. may be a drug abuser. They may be an alcohol abuser. Yeah. But they don't even know the difference. They, they you know, it hasn't been taught to them. And you know what? I'm glad that the rooms uh, we have open meetings and the rooms are open. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Any anybody can come in and apply the principles of the twelve steps and have a better life. Oh yeah, I've seen it happen. It's 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 a wonderful thing. But doggone it, if you're if you don't understand powerlessness, yeah, you shouldn't be teaching how to get a power. You know what I mean? And, and that yeah, well, and there's a whole new set of things. Uh, you know, back in the nineties. If you wanted to be a drug and alcohol counselor, you had to be sober at least one year, period. And now we have, unfortunately, there's a this new wave of recovery coaching and sober living. Sober living is what's, so sober living, if you want to continue living there, you are required to have a sponsor. But then they put them all in a bus and take them to one meeting and they're all supposed to 
find a sponsor if the the numbers don't fit right and that's not conducive it's not conducive to long-term recovery yeah that's not how it works you're trying to force something and it won't work god just won't allow it not with the way the traditions are set up and you will fail every single time which leads to body brokering well you know what we used to do we used we used to go to the treatment facility yeah they didn't come to us. We went to them. That's right. Right. We don't do that anymore. Hardly, nope. you know, I, I don't know too many people that even that do that. H&I, hospitals and institutions, uh, I'm sure it is alive. I don't know how well it is, so I can't well, say alive, alive and well. They have they have bridged the gap now. AAS yeah. bridged the gap. And it's a good program, but it shouldn't be needed if we did it the right way. Yeah. And so what I think is happening is we get a lot of people within the rooms that actually are applying and implementing these 12 spiritual disciplines because that's where they are. Uh-huh. They may not be, they may not be powerless. They may, you know what I mean? I mean, if, if, uh-huh. if I can put the drink down or the drug down because I have a good enough reason and I don't need a power greater than myself, then I'm probably not an alcoholic. I'm probably not an addict. Probably and, not. And, and and that's great news. I mean, sure. it's a lot of work, right? But you probably shouldn't be sponsoring people um, because what happens is you you teach them because it works for you just to do steps one, two, and three. You didn't have mm-hmm. to do any other ones. You're teaching them that that's all they have to do, and then yeah. they go out and get drunk, or they or they get high and they crash and burn, and then you get mad at them because they relapsed. Yeah. But you were teaching them that you yeah. don't have to do a confession step. You don't have to do step five. I didn't do step five and I'm doing just fine. Yeah. Well, you're not, you're not a drunk, dude. You're not, you're, you're yeah. not, you're, you're not, not of the, yeah, there's hopeless variety. The hopeless variety isn't talked about very much anymore. Uh, if I go to a meeting now and say I'm a page 21 drunk, people look at me weird. Yeah. And Bill W always, uh, you know, there's, there's different, like, just like cancer, there's different phases of I'm in phase five yeah. cancer. That's the worst. I'm in phase three. It's the same thing with alcoholism. And, and Bill is always in, in the big book. He is always referring to the worst of the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's the ones he's talking about. Yeah. Well, it, and they say, uh, in the, uh, I think it's in their solution or one of the forwards, that we had to raise the bar so we could reach the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When we talk of a hopeless, you know, when I sobered up the first time I was 18 <clears throat> and I was living on Skid Row. They, and I went into a place called the Phoenix Concept. It was a place for halfway alcoholics. Uh-huh. We were not, not hopeless, hopeless variety walking in there. Um, Good example. We had a, a guy come in and um, it was probably a month before he could remember his name. He was bad. We had to bathe him, make sure he ate everything else. You know, turns out he wasn't homeless. He was rich. He owned like four bars in town. Oh, wow. And we implored him to stay anyway. Because we're like, obviously you're of the hopeless variety. You ended up here with us. This is the last block in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, no, thank you. Here's a thousand dollars. Thanks for your time. And uh, two weeks later, he, they found him in Las Vegas and he'd asphyxiated from drinking. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Hopeless. Hopeless. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I go after. Those are the people that's see. And that's the thing is God has taught me to be like that person over there needs my help. Yes. He talks to me and tells me that Dion, you need to go over there and talk to that person. And I don't question it. I just go. See, see that what you're doing is you're going to these meetings and you're listening to oh, see yeah. where you can be of maximum service. Oh yeah. Right. And, Absolutely. And it, it, at a point, my sponsor just, he got the, he had this belly laugh that just would rock the neighborhood when he laughed. Right. Huh. I said to him one time, I said, I said, Bruce, I'm not getting anything out of these meetings anymore. And he just busted up laughing. And he goes, let me ask you something. He said, 
Have you had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps? Absolutely. I said, do you walk with, do you walk with, with, with the creator of the universe by your side? Are you solely dependent on him to help you solve your problem? I go, absolutely. Yeah. I said, have you sponsored people? I said, absolutely. He said, then what are you doing coming here looking to get spiritually fed? It's your <laughs> job to come here to see where you can be of service to them. That's right. And I'm uh, like, oh, oh I don't go to, he, he shut me down for me. He shut me down. man. <laughs> I, uh, and that reminds me, I was talking to my sponsor and he's, and you know, I was a couple months and I said, uh, you know, I think I'm just going to go and listen this week. Oh, and he reigned me. He reigned. <laughs> he said, Dion, if you don't go to a meeting, if you go to a meeting and you're planning on not talking, don't. Just don't go. Don't just stop wasting time. He's like, if you're going to go to a meeting, you share your experience, strength, and hope for three minutes and then shut up. And that's what I did. Yeah. Don't, and you don't talk about how you can't fix your broken toaster. Yeah, <laughs> you 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 share share the message and, and absolutely, and we need we need more of that. Otherwise, you're just taking up space. That's it. Yeah, and and and, and you know, because if pe people don't know what they don't know, and if you if you're not, yeah, it's and so you know, we you're right. We do have. I heard it. I don't know how accurate this is, but I heard somebody that I respect a lot say that. Over 60% of meeting attenders do not have sponsors. That's probably I, about right. That sounds about right. It does. You know, and I can tell when somebody good. doesn't have a sponsor, they're, they're easy to pick out because they're lost. They're always lost. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, I think, and I also think that, that with, this whole world now, and you know this better than anybody dealing, you know, being in therapy and so forth. Sure. We have a world today. It's always been there, but it's blatant now where we're dealing with co-occurring mental health issues. Yeah. We're dealing with traumatic events in people's lives like never yeah. before. Right. And we're, we're dealing with people that need hope and recovery like never before. And so those of us, who have had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, those of us who have some experience in this thing, if we're not stepping up, it's on us. We got to, that's exactly it. We got to step up, man. We do. You know? um, what are you doing in a 12 step meeting? And not it's our turn. Anybody? Yeah. It's yeah. our turn to take over and do this the right way. And if we don't do it, then it's not going to be here for the next people. And I do actually have a, I have a little bit of a fear that AA may, fade away it's not you know when i went to aa in the 90s you could go to a meeting at two o'clock in the morning it was standing room only yeah you know, that's how aa was now i go to a new meeting and four people show up you know yeah and oh the pendulum know, swings sometimes i i hope i hope you're wrong i hope i, I am too i hope i want wrong. to be wrong i i i it's i've noticed um in in my travels that if if you go to akron aa and you look at new york aa it's like yeah. two different programs right yeah and and don't get me started on new york but but <laughs> the the more you move from the east coast towards the west coast okay the more it gets watered down the more the, the less emphasis on accountable the less emphasis on actually doing the steps in order there's more emphasis on meeting attendance and there is a relationship with with a power greater than you yeah i've noticed that you know yeah. and to the to the point where yeah if people are meeting dependent and not god dependent and they yeah. are powerless they're in deep weeds that well right? that's because they're they're still using their precious group as their higher power and and that's know, okay it, to make a it, beginning yeah well and in the beginning it's okay but in 12 by 12 it says you gotta switch at you, some point you gotta yeah. quit using the group you the point of the 12 steps is to move on from there yes it, it's ex yeah. that's exactly it. it is to move on from there to move on with your life and now that I've been given this, it is my responsibility to go pass it on. Right. Period. And if you don't feel that responsibility, get out. I don't want it. 
Now there's people listening to this right now that are probably saying, well, I, you know, I tried that and it didn't work. And, and so I like to ask the question that, that one of my spiritual advisors asked all the time. And that is, um, okay. Have you, have you formed a prayer and meditation discipline? Have you done steps one, two, three, four, and five? Are you, are you seeking to be a maximum service to people in the, are you doing, so come back to me after you've done those things and then tell me it doesn't work. But, But if you haven't, then all you're doing is spewing your opinion. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll, I'll tell you the other thing about step five that is so powerful is when you have the privilege of hearing somebody's fifth step. Yep. Doesn't that blow your mind? Isn't it's, that amazing? It, it is different. And it's neat to see, uh, what's neat is to see them start to discover that it isn't neat to see how to discover how they were wrong, but it's neat to just see that they can discover that they can do something about it. And that gives them hope. Um, I love working with, I love working with sponsees. It's a bright spot of my life. Um, You know, that's how you, if you're like, I'm going through the steps again, I'm always going through the steps. I have sponsees. Well, if you're living in steps 10, 11, and 12, you you don't really need to to do the formal thing. You're you're doing it. You're in it. Exactly. You're living in the principles. Right. And you're practicing these principles in all your affairs. And and that's the achievement. That's where you want to get to. That's where serenity is. That's where a balanced life is. Okay. Man. You're that stuff's not going to start happening until you start sponsoring other people. But you can't sponsor other people until you do the steps. To so do the steps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing in a 12-step program? If you're not willing to do the 12 steps, you knucklehead. <laughs> yeah, you knuckle. What you doing there, you knucklehead? <laughs> uh, a quick thing before we wrap up is uh, step 13 usually uh, used to mean that you died sober. So I'd like to let people know. I kind of like to let Yeah, I heard know. that. I heard yeah. that. Yeah. What it used to mean. Hey, can I can I give a, shame, a shameful plug? You do it. Okay. By the way. Uh, so... For for Dion's listeners, uh, Dion is uh, we have included him in um, our uh, recovery podcast network, and so we have no intentions of putting a million podcasters on there. We've got we've kind of handpicked a few um, that we really believe are uh, you know really have a servant's heart. And, and, and so, yeah. And so Dion, you're definitely one of those guys and, and your, your heart for recovery and your heart for people, it, it shines through. It is, it is, it is obvious and, uh, and, and you're real and authentic. And so um, if you go listeners, if you go to take 12 radio.com and click on the big purple banner that says recovery uh, podcast network, uh, you'll see Dion's podcast as, as well as others as well, but please visit our website. You can join there, subscribe for fun and for free on all the major podcasting platforms listed there. We got workshops, we got recovery music, and we got great guests uh, like Dion. It's been a privilege to be on your show, buddy. You know, it's been a lot of fun uh, talking with you, and um, I'm looking forward to a lot more stuff in the future. I'm going to do another shameful plug here. Go and join Monty's TikTok, please. He needs to go live. <laughs> yeah, we need a thousand a thousand followers to go live. And it, it's 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 simply TikTok.com forward slash at the little at button take twelve radio. That there we go. See if we can get you some TikTokers. Yeah. yeah. We're we're old men. We're trying. We're trying to TikTok. But you know, give us a chance, man. <laughs> give us a chance. <laughs> Amen. Oh wow. Oh, and and of course, my listeners, thank you so much. Um, You know, I've been podcasting for a few years now, and I find that uh, things happen in God's time and that um, when things are natural and organic, it Mm -hmm. just turns out the way that it's supposed to. Um, So I always try and bring you more and more information from more and more different views. And that's where my talent lies in. So what I do is I bring other people in. 
that have those other talents. Um, to recap on step five, it is about, it is, its real purpose is to fit yourself to be of maximum service to God and those people around you. So do some digging. Take a look at yourself. It's not that scary. It isn't. You'll actually find some things in there that you might actually like also. All right. Thank you, everybody, for being here. This has been Raw Recovery, a Trudging Together podcast. I love you. Peace out. And have a day. <laughs>